A very good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I hope you are having a wonderful Sunday. Uh, you must have already had your breakfast and may be eager to uh, join this webinar and learn uh, more about the mental skills that I'm going to teach you. Okay, now let's uh, dive into this uh, webinar. Uh, this uh, webinar will be on uh, concentration in sports. Uh, why concentration is important, why you don't have to get distracted, why distraction uh, uh, will bring down your performance, and what are the exercises that you need to do uh, to concentrate better, uh, what are the types of uh, um, concentration exercise you can perform. I'm going to teach you all of these as we uh, proceed in this webinar. Um, the Epic uh, Mahabharata has uh, given us moral stories, anecdotes, incidents uh, that would help us in our day-to-day -day life. Uh, one such uh, incident is the one when uh, Dronacharya taught the Pandava brothers the art of uh, archery. One day, uh, to test the skills of uh, uh, the Pandava brothers, as far as uh, concentration was concerned, he, he, he made a wooden uh, bird, tied it high up in the tree, and uh, uh, he called the Pandava brothers one by one. So he asked them, what do they see uh, looking high up in the branches? Some of them said, they see the sky, they see the leaves, they see the branches. Uh, some of them said um, they could see the bird. And it, when it was Arjuna's turn, Arjuna said, I can see the eye of the bird. When everybody could see the bird and the branches and the sky above, Arjuna's skills of concentration was so great that uh, he could see the eye of the bird. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is concentration for you. Then uh, um, Dronacharya was in full praise uh, for Arjuna's uh, levels of concentration. And we all know that how good uh, Arjuna was in with his archery. Now, uh, concentration is one of the four C's of peak, peak performance. Four C's. The first C is the commitment. The second C is the confidence, which we call as self-confidence, self-belief. Uh, then the next one is the composure, how you need to be cool, calm, positive and optimistic while you are performing. And the next is the concentration factor, which is very, very important if you have to perform at your peak. Uh, we know very well that uh, Right from the moment we wake up in the morning to the moment we go to sleep, we perform several activities. And in every activity, we need to give our full attention, which is nothing but concentration. Now, in the year 2014, November, the World Snooker Championship, the was held in Bangalore. Pankaj Adwani, the Indian snooker star, reached the quarterfinals and he faced uh, 
uh, Yang Bingtao of China. But in that contest, Pankaj Adwani lost to his Chinese opponent. After the match, he said, the atmosphere was not conducive for good snooker, which required complete silence from the spectators to help the players to concentrate better. He attributed the source of distraction that day to people talking, cell phones ringing, and constant movement of the crowd. Now, Pankaj Adwani said that one of the reasons why he would have lost is because of so much of disturbance and distraction coming from the crowd. He considered that as a professional, he should have coped up with the disturbance in a better way. See, this shows how distraction can affect even the best in the world. Now, uh, when, you, when you have to uh, learn any skill and practice it, you need to be completely committed to it. You need to be in the present moment. Then you have to give your complete attention to what is being taught. Without concentration, whatever you learn, whether it is your teacher teaching you uh, her, the lessons or a coach teaching you some sporting skills. So without concentration, that skill will not be ingrained in our system. Now, uh, normally uh, students uh, with uh, poor memory complain that, you know, uh, and I put in a lot of number of hours of study, but I forget everything. But and many students don't pay complete attention to what is being taught in the classroom. See now, the reason they don't, uh, the memory is not good is because they are not paying attention to what is being taught or when they are doing their own study, they, they are not giving complete attention to the subject. Instead, the mind may be wandering. So we learn that concentration is very, very important uh, to for good memory. Now, uh, I am uh, Vishwanath, your mind coach and counselor. I am the author of the book, Success Mantra in Sports. This book is on the mental aspects of sports. And uh, this can, book can be bought online through Amazon and Flipkart. I repeat, uh, the title of the book is Success Mantra in Sports. I myself was a club cricketer in my active playing years. And now I am a recreational golfer. I have helped uh, many state, national and international sports persons to improve their mind game. As I said earlier, even the simplest of tasks requires mental effort. And this mental effort is nothing but concentration. Normally, whenever we are uh, performing anything or uh, uh, performing some chores, doing some mundane day-to-day -day activities and uh, executing our sports skills in competition, we tend to make mistakes when we don't concentrate. And I hope all of uh, uh, you athletes will uh, um, connect to that. And uh, you might have experienced that whenever you didn't concentrate properly, your uh, performance and your execution was not to your liking. Now, uh, even in a day-to-day -day life, uh, when we are driving, 
or maybe uh, when we are operating some machinery, we need to be very careful. If we are not careful, if we lose our concentration, we may meet in an accident when while we are driving or uh, we may have injuries from machines which we are operating. So every task requires concentration. Now, you can see from your screen, there's an athlete on the track and he's looking elsewhere um, in some other direction. Uh, maybe his attention has been diverted. Uh, when a person is lost in thoughts, his attention is diverted. He or she cannot pay attention to the task on hand and this may lead to performance errors. And in some cases, there is a likelihood of injuries. Now, concentration is also called in uh, many other terms, uh, called uh, focus and also attention. Now, in, in different contexts, speakers, writers, use these three terms interchangeably. But I repeat, the three terms which are similar are concentration, focus, and attention. They can be used uh, uh, interchangeably. A teacher may students that you must pay attention to what I'm saying. You seem lost. Are you an absent-minded professor? See, uh, that's what the teacher meant. She said when a, when a student is, um, concentration is wavering, getting distracted, and uh, um, when student teacher asks something and the student uh, uh, gives some other reply, the teacher obviously knows that the student has got distracted. That's what she meant by saying, you must pay attention to what I am saying. You seem lost. You are an absent-minded professor. That's a general uh, comment uh, sometimes you make. Now, on your next screen, you see the legends of uh, Indian cricket, uh, Sachin Tendulkar and Rahul Dravid. Now, uh, that page is an excerpt of a page from my book, page 93. And uh, uh, what I have written is, Rahul Dravid and uh, Sajjan Dalukar were for, so focused with their um, uh, cricketing skills that they did not allow uh, anything to come in the way of their progress. They didn't allow any distraction to come in the way. In the field of sports, uh, we normally um, say, you must not lose focus on what you want to achieve, what your big dreams are. Sachin and Dravid were so focused in their careers that they did not allow any outside distraction to come in the way. Successful cricketer or an athlete can easily get lose focus and can dis get distracted uh, with fame, adulation, public attention, the kind of money they earn. There's always a temptation to uh, follow some wrong uh, lifestyles. There can be many reasons. And once that, once that happen, they cannot be focused on their goals, on their dreams. And sometimes even their um, faulty lifestyles, character also comes in the way. So as athletes, you must not fall prey to these distractions. You need to pay attention to what is important in your career 
uh, and what you need to focus on uh, keeping out the unwanted thing. Okay, going on to the next slide. Now, uh, I have uh, already told you attention and focus are the other uh, uh, means of expression for uh, concentration. Now, uh, what is attention? Now you see an athlete on the track and uh, he's trying to focus attention maybe on his um, thoughts uh, and how he has to perform and what he needs to do. The process of concentrating the mind upon a particular activity with a view of achieving a specific objective is called attention. So what that does mean? You need to pay attention to whatever you are doing, any activity you are performing. And when you pay full attention, then it becomes concentration. Concentration is also called as paying attention to what is important and blocking out what is not. Now, uh, researchers, psychologists have come up with uh, different definitions. The one I liked most was from uh, Mr. Moran, uh, which he defined concentration in the year 2004. According to Mr. Moran, concentration refers to a person's ability to exert deliberate mental effort on what is important in any given situation. You can see from the screen, the coach is trying to tell an athlete, uh, he's a basketball player out there, uh, something, the attention of the athlete is going somewhere else. So this normally happens in the field of sports. The Whatever the coach uh, is telling the athletes, any instructions he's giving or any technical skills he's demonstrating, the athlete may not pay good attention. It's very important for him to pay attention to understand what is being told and what he needs to implement and the minute details with regard to skills and the execution. So uh, attention is very, very important. But you, can, you don't normally pay good attention whenever you are not interested in something. Attention is a conscious selective activity. So you need to, it comes from your conscious sense that I have to pay attention to this particular activity. I need to pay attention to what my coach is telling me. So uh, if he's not interested in what the coach is telling me, if he's not appealed by the way a coach or a teacher explains to him, his attention may wander. And if he's not interested in the subject which is on which uh, uh, something is being told, then he may not pay his attention. Yes. Now, um, when, a, when a person is inattentive, this can be due to something going on in his mind, um, which a teacher or a coach must know. He needs to know, you look very distracted, your mind is elsewhere. What is it, what is going through your mind? Let me know, let me clarify it to you. Let me help you deal with that, those distractions or if you are uh, getting carried away by your own feelings, please come out with your feelings so that I can help you to deal with them. Our attention seems to wonder when we don't like the thing we are doing. That's what I said a few minutes earlier. Um, we, we need to like, we need to um, prioritize on what we want in life and what uh, we want 
we need to give your full commitment to it uh, in order to pay good attention to what we are doing so uh, we need to enjoy the activity and we need to like what we are doing if that doesn't happen your attention may wander you may get distracted in the next slide you see that uh, you again repeating what i said you need to show your interest in what you are doing the interest the voluntary interest uh, in what you are doing the activity or whatever we are about to do or what we are doing should also interest you um, certain times um, certain subjects or uh, um, in in your academic studies or certain activities which we sometimes we are forced to do and we may not pay attention to those activities now that interest you show is subjective in the sense the interest should come from inside that's from it's subjective the attention is objective when you show interest from within the attention becomes an object where we will put in the required amount of uh, concentration now interest and attention go together now if there is no interest there is no attention they are like inseparable twins sometimes in life we have to go through certain ordeals or certain activities or follow certain compulsions sometimes we may not like it but we need to pay attention because uh it is important as far as our career our survival and uh, and what is important in life is concerned for example uh when when it comes to studies there may be several subjects when we are forced to study but not every subject is to your liking just because some subject is not interesting for you you enjoy one subject more than the other you can't say i will not put attention my concentration to that particular subject in which i am not interested see that will affect your marks and your overall academic result so here you have to prioritize you have to decide mentally that it may not be my favorite uh, subject but uh, it's important that i have to pay my attention to even that subject also because um my overall uh, academic performance is also dependent on uh, uh, this subject so sometimes you will have to um not i will not say force yourself but uh, when you realize the importance of that subject even though you are not interested in it you will you will somehow see that you will adapt and you will pay the necessary concentration and attention to be able to do it successfully now on your screen you are seeing the young vishwanathan anand the indian the chess player the chess champion one of the grand masters of the world uh, i'm sure all of you would have heard of heard about him now he is a chess player and you know how important uh, concentration and attention is for the game of chess i'm sure um, he too struggled with his uh, distraction as a young man but uh, as he trained his mind to concentrate uh, i think uh, uh, there was no looking back and many a times he was uh, just the 
uh, world champion and he is the grandmaster vishwanathanand for you um now i normally ask people what is the opposite of concentration naturally it is a distraction that means you are not being able to put your attention into something now distraction may be defined as any stimulus which whose presence interferes with any process of attention the now distraction is some can be visual it can be your internal thoughts and uh, those are all stimulus those are all sensory stimuli uh, when these interfere in the process of attention then uh, you are not you are getting distracted your mind is wandering your uh, eyes are your sight is wandering at at one point of time you are looking to different things looking at things that are not necessary at that particular point of time uh, which are not important at that particular point of time then you are getting visually distracted now on your screen uh, you are seeing uh, seeing a picture of a uh, english premier league and that football player you are seeing on the screen is reem sterling uh, obviously as you see he is a colored player and um, even though um, we say the world has come together to put an end to racism and um, color difference and uh, even now uh, racism exists to a certain extent um, on the picture screen there are four uh, spectators abusing rahim sterling uh, who plays for manchester city he is being racially abused abused racially for his uh, race and his color and i i from what i remember those two spectators were removed from the stadium and banned from further entry as spectators um you can remember i think almost more than 10 years ago when india toured australia you may remember the monkey gate scandal and in that thing uh, many spectators abused uh, the indian cricketers and uh, harbhajan singh our uh, former uh, off spinner was at the receiving end in the recently concluded uh, series between india and australia uh, mohammad siraj and navdeep saini were racially abused uh, by the crowd in australia now sledging and continuous chatter to distract the players also hampers concentration now we see now um, uh, especially in australia a lot of sledging happens what is a sledging uh, it happens in cricket when the close in fielders continuously keep talking sometimes they may abuse sometimes they, they may offend uh, speak um, uh, speak um, in a uh, uh, criticism kind of manner and they may they may uh, abuse uh, they may continuously uh, chat all this is to uh, distract the batsman at the crease so this is quite common and uh, batsmen when they have to perform at the international level have to learn to deal with these things and of course the batsmen have learned to deal with these things and you can see from the way they have already performing now one way and you can't stop this chatter you can't stop this sledging it happens even our uh, very own uh, 
Arshav Panta of late has been accused of uh, talking too much behind the stumps. He is a wicketkeeper for India and he continuously talks uh, behind the stumps. Uh, yes, maybe to motivate the bowlers and the fielders, uh, maybe to pass some comments, maybe to give some instructions to the bowler, but uh, still, um, his uh, um, chatter is continuous behind the stumps. Uh, yes, and um, one way to deal with this uh, distractory tactics by your opponents is to talk to yourself using self-talk and keywords. And uh, I'm going to talk more about that in my uh, upcoming webinars. And uh, I remind you, you can uh, deal with this with your own inner self-talk using the keywords. Like self-talk can be um, uh, pay attention to the task on hand, focus on the uh, process. Now, whoever is sledging you, bless them well. Do uh, you uh, think that they are saying, are saying something positive about you? They are appreciating you for your talent and your uh, ability. Then uh, um, how you, you need to use your keywords? Keyword is a single word uh, to um, change your thought process. Keyword can be focus, process, positive, next ball, calm, cool, composed, that one word will tell you to follow a certain behavior uh, which is important at that present moment. So keywords are important. Uh, on your screen you see individual gold medal winner, Olympic gold medal winner, that is Abhinav Bindra and uh, he is showing, giving his full concentration there in the shooting range. Now, Concentration can also be described as the person's ability to exert mental effort to what is important and blocking out what is not. I told you what, what are distractions already. I'll come to more of that uh, in a short while. Now, there are four keys uh, to concentration. Four important areas that you need to focus on to be able to concentrate well. The first one is focusing on relevant cues in the environment. That means um, the cues that will tell you uh, what is important at that time, what will help your execution, which is called a selective attention. Relevant cues is uh, when it's a group game, which involves more than one player. You can see the body language of the opponent where he is stationed, where he is positioned, and uh, what he is trying to do. That means you are paying your selective attention to what a particular opponent is doing. Then coming to the next point, maintaining attention, attentive focus. That means giving your full focus to your opponent and what he is about to do. It can be um, um, a full basketball throwing the ball, into the basket or he's trying to pass the ball or a tennis player who is ready to serve the ball. That means you are paying full attention to his action. You are, you are trying to focus, bring a complete focus to the ball, how it is traveling, which direction it is traveling and how you need to respond to that. 
And the third uh, key to concentration is uh, maintaining situational awareness. Situational awareness is uh, nothing but um, there is a mass situation where you are, you are, there is a performance at that particular situation. Uh, then the game score and uh, and what are your chances of coming back into the game? What are the chances of winning that game? So you need to have a situational awareness. So you need to have that awareness in your corner of your mind so that you'll be able to uh, react and perform uh, according to that match situation. Now the fourth and the last key to concentration is uh, shifting attention and focus. Now, um, you are a football player. You are dribbling the ball. You see from left to right uh, where you are, uh, the def opponent defenders are. Then, uh, uh, then you decide that you want to kick the ball in a particular direction. From that broad attention, you are narrowing your attention to where you want to kick the ball and then you do the kick, you kick the ball. Then uh, in, even in basketball, the same thing happens even in cricket. Now the batsman will uh, survey the entire field, see where the fielders are stationed. Then he narrows his attention and brings this attentional focus to the bowler. Now the researchers have identified eight physical and mental capabilities uh, for peak performance. And at least three of them are to do with concentration. Three out of the eight, which are very, very important for peak performance, have to do with your concentration. Now, uh, focus. I told focal point. We study in physics and science, you know. Uh, the point of focus is where the rays meet. Uh, yes. And um, all of you know Alexander Graham Bell. Okay, the famous uh, scientist. Now he has said, uh, concentrate all your thoughts to the work on hand. The sun rays do not burn until it is brought to a focus. All your attention should be focused, it should make it one-pointed, it should be like one single ray that you will have to can strike against what you are doing and what it needs to be done. The sun rays do not burn until it is brought to your focus. Uh, I don't know how many of you have uh, tried this out, and uh, but I can speak for myself. Uh, when I was a young boy, uh, and most of you uh, can go back to your childhood and remember that you used to collect some bunch of uh, dry leaves, put it in the corner of a corner in one place, then you take a lens, then you, you, you start focusing, start directing the sun rays through the lens. Initially, the focal point will be very big. As you adjust the lens, you make it smaller and smaller and smaller. When it becomes very small, like a pinpoint, the, the heat is generated onto the leaves and the leaves start burning. So that is what Alexander Graham Bell meant. The sun rays do not burn until it's brought to a focal point. So I very I remember very much those were one of the uh, experiments uh, we do we used to do it for fun when we are young uh, uh, boys and uh, I can still remember that. Now uh, there are uh, different types of uh, uh, attention and concentration we give. One is the broad concentration, broad attention. 
what we say, where uh, we follow a broad attention skills. And for a, a football player or a hockey player uh, or even a basketball player, the he can see the entire court. As I told you earlier, uh, he keeps uh, uh, first uh, um, find, finds out where the op opposition players are stationed. He looks from left to right. Um, he can look from one side of the ground to the other side of the ground to survey uh, where the players are stationed. Now, that is a broad attention. Now, coming to the next one. Now, this is a narrow attention. Now, narrow attention is a football uh, striker sees left and right from broad attention. He narrows his attention. Then he focuses on the goalpost. He narrows his attention into the goalpost goal and does the kick. And now you can see the legendary Tiger Woods on your screen. And now he is um, using his narrow attention to the line in which he wants the ball to go and fall into the cup. We call it as putting. So that's what he's trying to do. His attention is narrowed to the cup and the putt. Now a basketballer's attention in the second picture is completely focused on the line in which he wants to throw the ball. He's focused on his basket. So that is he's narrowed his attention towards the basket. A shooter here, he's, a, he's, show, he's giving his narrow attention to the target. He's completely focused on his target. This is narrow attention for you. Now, sometimes you have to vary from uh, broad to narrow and narrow to broad. You keep changing according to the uh, situation. Now, now uh, sometimes you also uh, pay your attention to what is happening inside, inside your mind, your internal, your thoughts. Maybe it is positive or negative and the images that are going through your mind, what you are imagining, whether, once again, it can be positive or negative. Sometimes your attention, your mind diverts to the what is happening within your head. That means it is focusing on what is happening within your brain. So this is an internal focus, okay? Now, it is important to let go of the errors and the past mistakes that happened while you are rallying, okay? then uh, obviously uh, you are angry that you lost the previous point, you made a silly mistake, you committed an error, you are angry, you are frustrated with yourself, you're still thinking about that lost uh, point, the mistake you ma made. And now the game continues and if you're still thinking about what happened in the past, you will not be able to give your full focus to what is about to happen next. The next ball or the next shuttle, uh, whatever is going to happen next. Then definitely when you are not able to pay attention, even you can't give, you, you are full, you can't perform the way you have to perform in the next ball also. So naturally your performance suffers. Now, uh, I told you about the internal attention. As I told you, externally uh, due to movements for movements, noise, then uh, happenings outside of the arena can also distract you. Okay, so this can be unfold, it is uh, 
is something you can't control, uh, something that can happen to distract you. Uh, this is very, very important for sports persons. Uh, now I'm talking to you, telling you about the factors that can disturb concentration. As I told you earlier, one is your internal factors, that your thoughts, your, your inadequate motivation, your insufficient confidence, your fear, all these can bother your concentration. Instead of mind has this behavior, it has this quality. It can focus on only one thing at a time. Now, if you are focused on your internal thoughts, your nervous thoughts, your self-doubts, your fear of failure or anger with yourself about losing the previous point, the previous set or the delivery which you missed, which should have hit for a boundary. Anything that happens, when you are thinking about those internal thoughts, you cannot focus on the next ball. So, even when you are not confident, you are getting those negative thoughts or self-doubt. Again, you cannot focus on what you need to do. So, if your motivation is not enough, you are not able to motivate yourself. The drive is not there to go out there, run after the ball, fight hard. Uh, then, this inadequate motivation also disturbs your concentration. Now, the external one. As I told you, the what can disturb your eye, the, the, the senses that your eye receives and your ears especially. And it can also happen due to the uh, feeling. Okay. First one can be your visual sense. Uh, you can see a lot of movement in the crowd and your opponent can be trying to irritate you. He can be doing certain actions uh, that are irritating to you. He's intentionally untying his lace and tying it back and he's pacing up and down and this is irritating you. And some, some crowd behavior also can irritate you. They're making unnecessary movements. Now you can see in the game of cricket, when a batsman is just about to ready to face the ball, somebody walks across the side screen. This is distracting. So the, there's a brief hold up in play when that person is cleared off from the side screen and the play resumes. Now, then the auditory distraction. This is also external. There may be children crying, uh, children shouting, or people shouting, trying uh, in the guise of giving encouragement. Then uh, there must be a fight, verbal fight happening in the crowd. People may be speaking over their cell phones. Then people may be talking to each other loudly. These are all the auditory distractions. Then I told you the physiological, uh, the, how you can feel. Too cold, your, your body feels too cold, maybe in that um, sub-zero Arctic uh, temperatures when you go and perform. Then the, this cold also affects your concentration because the cold is unbearable. Even in very, very hot conditions where your skin tend to burn, you're not be able to bear this heat so again, it affects your concentration. Then the physiological uh, symptoms. Now, you're too tired, it affects your concentration. Then uh, uh, you have an injury, you're feeling the pain. Now your mind is focused on your injury and the pain. 
so you are not able to concentrate so this is a physiological um, factor that can disturb your concentration players cannot concentrate when their attention is on unimportant activities happening around them now i always remember the games the ipl games where uh, the tight 20 over game and so much of players i mean sorry so many spectators who have turned out to the ground in colorful clothing um, then fancy they use they wear fancy dresses then they bring their band set all the trumpet the drums and all the jingles they bring a lot of dancing and all is happening in the crowd and for a fielder standing at the boundary line he always has the temptation to look behind when that happens he will not be able to uh, focus on what is happening in the ground i remember in one ipl match in bangalore when rcb was uh, facing some other team uh, on the boundary line was ab de villiers he is a very he is a crowd favorite he is a favorite with the rcb fans then he looked down back to see the activity the fun the crowd was ha- having the crowd was dancing with joy then uh, uh, virat kohli the captain was waving to him to move to the right on the field and he missed his uh, direction and after again virat shouted at him and uh, indicated to him to move to the right then he waved back and then he moved then uh, that that time i was thinking telling myself you know how difficult it is for the players to focus i miss all the din and the crowd and the noise that is happening on the ground but yes they are professional cricketers then they have to live up to that now uh, they you are seeing on the screen um, an incident uh, that um, put a black mark on the uh, former australian captain steve smith he is one of the premier batsmen in the world uh, you know the top 3 batsmen now um, there was an incident when he and uh, david warner were accused of Using sandpaper to brush the ball, uh, maybe to brush the ball, make it rough on one side to help the bowlers get a reverse swing. Now, uh, see, these are some of sometimes um, uh, concentration can be disturbed. You, concentration should be totally on the ethics of the game, the sporty sportsman spirit, the rules of the game. When your concentration goes elsewhere. always focusing on victory and overpowering the opponent then your mind wanders and you can do something unethical like the sandpaper incident when players are under pressure they are too tensed in the mind they are anxious they are nervous too much under pressure thinking too much and the mind goes blank and they are not able to concentrate they are not able to take the right decision at that time now um when they think too much either they are in the past or in the future when they are not in the present then they, their concentration wavers they are not able to give the complete attention when they are bored and disinterested in what is happening on the ground then their concentration can waver when opponents are distracting them with sledging mind games then also the players concentration wavers okay now uh, i will come to the practical ideas on uh, what you can do to improve your concentration um let me first uh, bring to you uh, what are those uh, practical ideas that you can employ uh, which i can teach you in the future one to one lessons that we 
if you are you are willing to take with me yes and uh, the, those practical ideas are number one centering and thought stopping number two focusing and refocusing number three simulative competitive conditions number four dress rehearsal five eye control six routines seven through visualization eight through self talk nine using cues 10 through relaxation 11 using neurofeedback and biofeedback technology and the 12 is the pre shot routine now if i have to explain all the 12 methods or uh, strategies or practical ideas it will take too much time maybe i'll run through them quickly centering and thought stopping is if a mind is getting flooded with uh, too many negative thoughts fearful thoughts anxious thoughts then you can say ask the mind to stop tell your mind to stop giving you those negative thoughts shift your attention to something else something positive something happy something on the happening on the court or in the field then your thought stops and your attention diverts to something else then you are able to bring back your attention to what is happening on the field then centering centering is you need to stand on the ground you can spread your legs then maybe you can close your eyes and take a deep breath and exhale slowly take three deep breaths exhale slowly bring your attention to your breathing then for a moment or two follow your natural breathing breathe naturally don't control your breathing focus your attention to your breathing one way and the most powerful way to bring your mind into concentration to make your wandering mind to pay attention to what you want to do what is important at that given time is through focusing on your breath it's called as mindfulness breathing focus your mind on to your breath immediately your attention comes back to your breath and then you can refocus your attention to what you need to do next okay focusing and refocusing now uh, rahul dravid has said this sachin tendulkar has said this when you are playing a test match or batting for long hours you can't pay attention continuously to what is happening on the field you will your mind will drain of its energy your energy will be drained if you are trying to pay complete attention so what people do is that uh, for a batsman after the ball is bowled he can divert his attention to the pitch the stumps maybe to what is happening around then intentionally they can make their mind wander they can look at the green of the wicket then as the bowler starts book approaching approaching him the batsman can now bring his attention to the bowler that means what you need to do is you switch on and you switch off so switch on your concentration when it is important you can switch off for a while again switch on when the activity starts so this is also called as focusing and refocusing you are trying to focus but you are still getting negative thoughts uh, you are anxious anxious nervous afraid or irritated angry when now you can with keywords can tell your mind to focus on the process and again refocus on what is happening now 
simulative competitive simulating competitive conditions uh, many teams uh, uh, what they do is to uh, create the same atmosphere in which uh, the players are going to participate in the future i'll give a wonderful example for this now in 2008 uh, beijing olympics uh, I, i think uh, the korean uh, archery te- team did, did this exercise they they visited the chinese uh, olympic uh, village and they took a good look at the archery uh, stadium the archery arena then uh, they came back and artificially created the same competitive conditions that means uh, they created with um, flex banners huge flex banners in the side with a lot of chinese spectators sitting there and they created that artificially created that olympic archery Uh, competition conditions and they also put uh, uh, put those uh, mics and they created the chinese people speaking the chinese language and uh, when their players were participating when their players were shooting they were shooting in this artificially created uh, condition where the imagination was that they are already shooting doing their archery in the beijing olympics in china so when they actually went there and performed during the olympics they performed extremely well they won number of medals so this is what is called as simulative competitive conditions that means when you are when you see yourself participating in conditions that you already know then you will be able to pay full attention to what you are doing dress rehearsal sometimes when a team is um, is there practicing in that coaching camp and in a few days they have to leave for some other country or some other state to perform in a big competition now they are all supplied with um, similar uh, dress dresses the attire now what the coaches do is they make the players wear the attire wear the attire which they are going to wear in the upcoming competition now now when they when the players see each other in that attire they get a feel of the a uh, competition situation that means they already f- imagine themselves playing the attire in the competition so they get a, they get somewhat used to that competitive conditions uh, and uh, it is highly simulated now through eye control yes now as i told you eyes are wandering here and there you focus it on something like your the uh, strings of a racket or you can bring your focus to your the stumps you can bring your focus to the greenery uh, around you you can bring your focus uh, to some tree or some flower or whatever uh, this is how you eye control normally you bring your eye control to what is important and your the your thoughts will stop now uh, routines now routines are that uh, a, a series of uh, uh, actions that a, a sports person does uh, before he actually executes now if i i remember rafa nadal who says who does he wipes his uh, forehead from left to right then he does brushes his eyes adjusts his cap and then he stands there and moves right and left and then before facing the ball uh, the sports persons are always in a habit of doing a certain actions i remember virat kohli doing this with his hand and uh, these are the actions that they become they have become familiar with and by doing these actions that means it becomes a routine it becomes a routine by performing these actions 
they become they can able to focus better and they also certain certain times they 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 prepare and they practice certain kind of routines that helps them bring back their concentration there is the thing called pre or pre shot routine which uh, anybody from archery to shooting a, a shooter or a golfer can practice now uh, before the shot maybe they can take a deep breath they can make a rehearsal shot then then after that uh, they can see the target then uh, again they can come come into the stance takes a practice shot and uh, after the, when they are satisfied they can play the final shot now doing this practice shot with all everything in place is called as pre shot routine now uh, whenever outside the court when you are doing your visualization and imagery you can see yourself giving full attention to the activity full attention to what is going on so your concentration can also be improved through visualization and imagery okay then your mind is wandering you are thinking about of losing the game you are thinking about the previous mistake you are thinking about your poor form you are thinking about several things you know you are you are negative you are anxious you are nervous then through self talk you talk to yourself say that there is no use thinking about it what has happened has already happened bring your attention to the next ball and give your give your best okay give your best and if you are given your best there are very good chances that you are going to win this game so through your self talk you can help your mind to focus on what is important now i already spoken to you about cues how you use those one words like calm composed focus concentrate deep breathe breathe now yesterday today morning i was reading in the paper how um osaka naomi who won the australian open yesterday has come out and said that that no i think the reporter has observed and she has also mentioned that between points whenever she finds a tight whenever she finds a small break she he, she doesn't miss out on taking deep breaths see deep breaths so uh, this is also one way that taking deep breaths helps her uh, come back to the present and uh, uh, through relaxation when the mind is tired when the mind is wandering you cannot concentrate take deep breaths that will help you relax your mind focus on your breathing that will help you to bring back your concentration there is something called biofeedback neurofeedback which uh, which trains an athlete how to concentrate i own the biofeedback i train my own athletes how to concentrate using the biofeedback technology so we have come to the end of these uh, practical exercises that you can do to improve your concentration now the eastern methods of concentration yeah the eastern part of the world uh, have used the different methods of concentration for centuries for thousands of years and one of them is focusing on the objects i will tell you what to do what you can do is if you are having problems with your concentration now collect number of objects like uh, a key bunch your mobile uh, some other pen pen drive a matchbox uh, so many objects on the table and in the middle you keep one object that you should need to focus on now uh, try focusing on that object that is important 
there are so many other objects surrounding that uh, object which are not important to you which are irrelevant to you so keep focusing on what is important and while you are focusing your mind will try to divert now bring your attention back to that object on which you need to put focus so this this way you can try your mind train your mind to focus on what is relevant and do away with what is irrelevant okay now you can see on your screen the trataka exercise trataka is focusing on something the bindu trataka and the jyoti trataka bindu trataka is you can take a square board 12 cm by 12 cm in the middle you can make a uh, you can use a coin make a circle and paint it black now keep keep a focus focusing on the dot on that mid, mid spot the black spot without winking the eye now keep focusing now as you keep focusing try to increase the focus now while you are focusing you will get thoughts now uh, you you bring your mind you the thoughts are taking trying to divert your mind away from what you need to do that's to focus on the dot now bring your attention to the dot once more so thoughts will stop again another thought will come from a different direction tries to hijack your attention now bring your attention back to the dot so you keep practicing this and your levels of concentration will increase now the jyoti trataka is also that put a candle in front of you switch off the lights focus on the flare flame the flickering flame flame and after some time close your eyes imagine the image of the flame so this exercise is called jyoti trataka which will also help your concentration levels okay now some of the yogic uh, asanas are very very helpful for concentration one of them is the vrikshasana where uh, if you lose your concentration then you will lose your balance vrikshasana also helps you strengthen your legs um, you concentration is very very important natarajana natarajasana or the dancer's pose here also if you lose your concentration you will you may tend to fall so concentration is very important the more you do natarajasana it helps your mind it helps your body and improves your concentration another one is your mayurasana or the scale posture which also helps your concentration uh, then garudasana is another garuda is an eagle the eagle posture it also helps your concentration the kakasana or the kuro posture helps your concentration levels now uh, the self observation i told you earlier how you have to center your attention to the thoughts it's on concentrated breathing concentrated breathing is also called as meditation meditation is sitting quietly in a place closing your eyes focusing on your breathing as you continue to uh, focus on your breathing uh, if you get thoughts bring your mind back to the breath then the thoughts will stop if, if you're getting too many thoughts if you're getting flooded with negative thoughts ask your mind what am i thinking then the thoughts will stop so yes this is called as meditation though meditation is not concentration meditation helps concentration meditation is not concentrating on the breath it is it is just observing the breath meditation is observing the breath as you improve your meditation your concentration automatically improves concentration is a by product of meditation though meditation is not concentration great okay we move on to the next slide so we have i just covered the eastern methods 
of uh, um, concentration that is deep breathing trataka and yoga yoga yogic asanas okay now uh, michael johnson a famous athlete world famous athlete he has also won uh, olympic medals he has said i have learned to cut all unnecessary thoughts on the track i simply concentrate i concentrate on the tangible tangible is what i can achieve what is seen not the unseen i i concentrate on the track i concentrate on the race on the blocks on the things i have to do now all the crowd all the noise the crowd fades away and other athletes disappear and now it is only me and the lane sometimes during olympics or world championships or big athletic events the crowd is shouting and so much of noise around the athletes brings his mind to a narrow focus on the track and in on the on his lane he is not worried about who is standing next to him and next to him whether he is a world champion whether he is a um, olympic medal holder or uh, he only thinks about his race and his track this is the way he you can focus on what you need to do and what is important for you if you want to be a champion you need to think like one you need to think like a champion and one of the ways is training your mind training your mind to improve your levels of concentration it is not just enough to go out there every day and practice physically you need to come back work on your concentration work on your visualization work on breathing techniques work on several other mind training methods that will help you to become a champion if you want to become extraordinary you want to you have to do those extraordinary things which champions do otherwise you will end up ordinary so please put that extra into your ordinary to become extraordinary now yes now i come to the end of this uh, webinar and uh, uh, i kindly i think i you can see the my contact details name is mn vishwanath my cell number is 9739 72319 my email id is vishwanath.author@gmail.com my please visit my website which is www.winningedgeconsulting.in so uh, in my website are given the links to my podcast the audio podcast and there is also a link to my youtube channel my audio podcast is hub hub studio sports and recreation winning edge stocks my youtube channel is mn vishwanath so okay now if you have got any doubts i have shared my cell number to you all of you uh, you may call up or you can mail me and uh, clarify your doubts